When we started the year, no one could have imagined 2020 to turn into the year we're having. The city faces a record number of ambulance calls. They declared COVID-19 is now a Worst pandemic. Worst global economic fallout since... As the Church of Christ marks its 106th anniversary, CY members are finding reason to hope, despite experiencing loss, injustice, and living in a world riddled with uncertainty. My faith has been my cornerstone. <laughs> it's been what I have leaned on and what I have relied on during this entire time. I used to really struggle and, and worry about things. Now I don't. I feel so blessed that I am in the church and that, that I'm headed as a citizen of heaven. Until I win this race, I know that I'm not there yet. I know that I'm on the right path. And I know that as long as I stay the course, nothing else matters. Keeping our citizenship in heaven is the end goal for members of the Church of Christ. Find out what it takes to get there and why it's worth the patience and endurance to hold on. Citizens of Heaven, Living in God's Nation, an INC Media TV special. Hello everyone and welcome to this 106th anniversary of the Church of Christ special. I'm Brother Barry Thompson here in Burlingame, California, and my co-host is Brother Donald Pinnock there in Toronto, Canada. Hello, Brother Barry, and thank you everyone for being with us in this program. I'm especially grateful to be co-hosting this program with my good friend, Brother Barry, whom I first met while studying in the ministry, both of us there in the Philippines. Uh, what, what time or when was that, Brother well, Barry? Exactly. That was 1995, to be exact, Brother Donald. And that yeah, was, a long time. That was a long time ago, Brother but here we are almost 25 years later, not only still in the church, but still performing our sacred duties along with our sons who are also in the holy ministry. And you know, that brings us to the actual theme of our program today, and that is why. Why have we, along with members around the world with varied ethnic backgrounds, remained in this church, the Iglesia Ni Cristo, or the Church of Christ? You know, Brother Barry, that's a very, very good question because there are so many people who erroneously think that the Iglesia Ni Cristo, which is Filipino for Church of Christ, is therefore a Filipino church or just for Filipinos. Well, if they're going to look at myself and you, Brother Barry, and the many other members of the church all throughout the world, well, we are not Filipinos. That is so true, Brother Donald. You know, people may not know this, but we both have our roots in Jamaica, except you grew the, up in uh, the UK, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Birmingham, England. Yeah, and I grew up in New York. Well, during this program, we're going to hear from people of different nationalities and find out what motivates them to remain as members of the church. What did they find here that they cannot find outside the church? What was their life like before they became members and how has it changed since? And why others should consider the Church of Christ in their own search for answers. I'm also looking forward to hearing your story and why even after all these years, this is a place you want to be. But before we go any further, beloved viewers, it's important to consider the state of the world today 
and why the answers to these questions are more relevant than ever before. That's right, Brother Donald. You know, we're barely halfway through the year, and 2020 will already be remembered as a year marked with unprecedented uncertainty and unrest. The ongoing pandemic, the civil unrest, economic downturn, people are struggling with how to cope, and the numbers are reflecting that story. And it's an overwhelming situation to be in, especially if you don't have anywhere to turn. And so let's meet individuals who know exactly what finding the true church has done for their lives. If I didn't have the church, I'd probably be in a probably a deep depression, in probably a bad relationship that I didn't need to be in. I was completely lost. You don't know where you're going. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know how to, what's going to happen after you pass away. Huge difference. I was always worried. I was stressed. I could barely sleep. I don't know where my food was going to come from. I don't know how I was going to, you know, feed my family. I don't know if I was going to have a future. My life would be a life full of fear. I would just be lost. So what would my life be if I didn't have God in my life? Is that what you say? I probably would be dead. Having the Church of Christ in my life has gave me a better outlook. I'm able to beat off the devil. I'm able to look at things in a positive way instead of always negative. I'm always appreciative just getting up in the morning. They've taught me how to be a man. They showed me what it's like to be a good father, to have a happy family. Well, now that I have a new found faith in God, um, I don't stress about it because the Bible says that these things are going to happen. My prayers now is more genuine. I know who I'm praying to and I pray a lot more. I can pray to God. He can help me with my problems and issues. I can tell him about my 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 worries. We know where we're going and we know how to get there and all we have to do is just follow that and it sets a big impact. I just know God's going to take care of me if I get COVID, if I don't get COVID, he's going to put his protective hand around me because I pray to him and ask for that protection and guidance every day, almost all day, every day. <laughs> I see all the stuff that's going on around me. So if you put your faith and your hope and your trust in Him, you never have to worry about anything. You know, Brother Donald, it goes to show you how the life of a member of the Church of Christ differs from those who are outside. When you're in the church, it doesn't matter what's going on outside, maybe chaos and uh, hardships. The members are stable. They have a stability that you could not get on the outside because they're they are guided by the teachings of God of course recorded in the Holy Scriptures yes brother Barry you're quite right when it comes to the members of the church we have to notice that they have that living hope they place their hope and trust in the Lord our God and this is everything in order to be able to overcome the seemingly insurmountable odds and challenges living in the present world 
You know, Brother Barry, hearing these stories really brought me back to that period right before I was introduced to the church. I also had that feeling of being lost and the lack of guidance. How about yourself? What was going on in your life, Brother Barry, when you were first introduced to the Church of Christ? Well, Brother Donald, I was about uh, 23 years old and still in the military, and I, too, felt lost. I had deep questions about life, religion, and God, and I kept searching and searching for the answers, almost to the point of giving up, thinking that there were no definitive answers, and that's when I found the Iglesia Ni Cristo, or the Church of Christ, and all my questions, and much, much more were answered. I found out about the true God and the true religion and exactly what God wanted me to do in my life in regards to my relationship with Him and how He wanted me to serve Him in the way, of course, that was acceptable to Him. And so, in short, I was blessed to be called out of this troubled world and given His grace to become a member of the true Church of Christ. And here is a Bible verse we can read, actually, that explains that very teaching and that very belief that I and so many members around the church have. Ephesians 2.8 says this, You were saved by faith in God, who treats us much better than we deserve. This is God's gift to you and not anything you have done on your own. And so this grace can be for everyone viewing this broadcast, to be treated with God's grace and receive His salvation. That's why we earnestly desire that all of you join us inside His nation, the Church of Christ. Brother Barry, your story is one that many of us members of the Church of Christ can relate to. Today, more and more people are finding themselves at a loss with nowhere to turn. They're looking for leadership, they're looking for guidance in virtually every direction, but sadly, they come up empty. You know, unfortunately, we're seeing this everywhere, in governments, in corporations, and sadly, we also see it in churches. Now, if my memory is correct, Brother Donald, you found yourself in a similar situation years ago. Well, yes, I did, Brother Barry. In truth, if we're going to go back even further, my parents, primarily my mother, tried to raise myself and my siblings with that religious background. We were joining an Anglican church at that time. Eventually, we migrated to Canada, and my mom wanted us to be a part of the Pentecostal movement. But gradually, I started to drift away because I found that there was a, a void within me that was not being filled. I tried to fill it when it came to artificial means. If there was any satisfaction, it was so very, very temporary. But then I found the Church of Christ, and everything changed for me. That was a life-changing time of my life. I learned to put my faith in the true God and His Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and that void, it was filled. It was filled with the Holy Spirit. And that is why we continue to invite you, our beloved friends, who are not yet members of the church, that you should enter therein so that you can find the place where you truly belong, amongst God's servants serving Him with the hope of attaining salvation. Thank you, Brother Donald, for sharing that. 
And with God's help, the Church of Christ, through the leadership of the church administration, has been able to continue to reach more and more people now in 158 countries and territories around the world. And that work continues to help individuals be reconnected with our Lord God through our Lord Jesus Christ, the same way we both have been able to and the same way these people we are about to meet. Let's take a look. I feel like uh, before I joined the church, my life was uh, going in circles. It, it was like I was going, you know, one step forward and then three steps backwards. I was never getting ahead. Uh, once I joined the church and I was baptized and I dedicated myself to my offices and, and to God himself, um, I feel like my life did a complete 180. Put me on the right path. Um, I'm not so anxious. I'm not so stressed about the worldly things anymore like I used to be. I know as long as I have faith in God and pray to Him and let Him know my concerns, I can let it go. It's, he's going to take care of me, and that's my biggest thing. Outside the church, your, your focus is gaining, gaining, but you enjoying life. But now I realize that you serve God first and you enjoy life. You use that blessing to, to serve. Even living with anxiety, I still know and feel that God is with me. I feel that Christ is with me, that I can pray to them when I'm having troubles. The greatest impact of the church in my life has been the brotherhood, introducing me to new brethren within the church, getting to build our relationship with them. My faith has helped me immensely because I have no fear of anything because I know God is with me. And through God, all things are made possible. I try not to think about what my life would be like outside of the Church of Christ. And I joined the church when I was 20 years old which is a very fragile age, especially when you're in college, there's so much going on. I can't imagine that I would be as happy as I am, that I would have as much peace in my life as I have. Es por eso que yo estaba buscando siempre un lugar que yo puedo sentir en familia, un lugar que yo puedo sentir la presencia de Dios, hasta que yo encontré con la Iglesia de Cristo, y eso es lo más importante en mi vida. The Church of Christ has impacted my life in so many ways, but I guess the best impact or the greatest impact has just been knowing that I have the right to receive salvation, that I am a member of the true church. You know, being a Church of Christ member is really enlightening. That even though in the world a person may feel alienated due to their cultural background, as members of the Church of Christ, we feel that we belong to something very special. And what is that? Allow me to read to you what's written in the book of Ephesians chapter 2, and the verse is 19. Therefore, your minds are no longer confused, and you are no longer in darkness and are no longer foreigners aliens or outcasts, but members of God's house 
and citizens with God's people, living components of God's heavenly sanctuary. You know, the Apostle Paul reminds us, members of the Church of Christ, that we have a citizenship that is far greater than any country could bestow on us. And that is a sacred citizenship which we share along with God's people who are also members of God's house. That's why in the church, we enjoy a sincere love and respect for one another, a sense of equality that cannot be found anywhere else, since Christ instituted the brotherhood inside His church according to what is written in Matthew 23, verse 8. But it also leads us to another question, Brother Barry, and that is, why? Why do the members of the Church of Christ continue to hold on firmly to their calling, to that citizenship that you read earlier, in spite of all the challenges and all the inequality that they may still experience from those who are not yet members of the Church, they're outside the Church at this point? Well, to answer that question, let's read Philippians. The chapter is 3, and the verse is 20, and the Bible makes known the following. But we are different because our citizenship is in heaven, and from there we eagerly await the coming of the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Beloved friends, this is the reason why members of the Church of Christ, regardless of their ethnic or their cultural background, are determined to fight the good fight of faith because our citizenship is in heaven. And because members of the Church of Christ have this citizenship in heaven, it is our faith and our assured hope that we will go to heaven on the second advent of our Lord Jesus Christ. Why we're not there yet, the way we live our lives today and the choices we make are done with that hope that one day we will be there in heaven. Yes, Brother Donald. So let's now meet individuals who spent their lives searching for hope and peace and how finding the Church of Christ and learning the right way to worship God has filled that void in their lives. I had been searching for the longest to find some church that would stand and give the actual meaning of God's Word. A lot of the other religions, it's a watered-down version. We could never really find that one church that we felt we connected with. As a child, I was raised Catholic, and I never felt the connection with the Catholic Church. I just had a lot of questions. So I had like hopped around from like a church and different things. I was more than willing to try it. I was invited by a friend of mine. I was invited by a workmate. My professor. A friend online. By a friend. And they were passing out the little flyers. I was invited by a neighbor. It's a life-changing event to realize that what you were used to wasn't enough. You needed to know more. i never been in a Bible study anything like what I attended that day. And it was everything came straight from the Bible. 
The question was asked, the answer was given. And I sit there and I thought to myself, you know what, I'm gonna give this a try. The first lesson was about the Bible and why we use the Bible as our source of um, worshiping God. He invited me, he said, there's more to hear. Would you like to come back tomorrow? And I'm like, wow, there's more? There's more where that came from? So I was really excited and I went back every day. And I asked them, you know, you mentioned a few times during um, the service that this is the one true church. How do you know? The first thing he quoted was Acts 20, 28. He kept citing verse after verse of evidence backing up Acts 20, 28 about why the Church of Christ was the true church. And it was, it, it's like I said, it's stuck with me ever since. I asked the minister, like, what do I need to do to be saved? And straight from the Bible, that's when he started showing it to me verse by verse, one at a time. The lesson was about the true God and the nature of the true God, who is the true God. When I heard that Bible lesson, it made me question everything that I've ever been taught. And I realized that nowhere in the Bible was the word Trinity. So that was the game changer for me. I felt like, hey, this church, this is different. This church is actually teaching the true teachings from the Bible. The way everything was laid out, one verse connecting to another verse, just like a jigsaw puzzle. And if you believe that the Bible is composed of the words of God, that they're the truth, then you won't doubt any of the prophecies that are written in the Bible. When I went to my first worship service in the church, I was impressed with the solemnity of, of the worship service. The main difference for me was how the worship service was actually taught. The minister didn't say anything that came from his own understanding. He had everything come from the Bible, everything had a verse backed up to it. I would come into the worship services and I leave with something every day. 2020 has been a year that will definitely go down in the history books. So many things has happened this year. But because of my faith in God, I know that I am going to make it through all of these trials and tribulations and all of these difficult times. My faith has been my cornerstone. <laughs> it's been what I have leaned on and what I have relied on during this entire time. The greatest impact that the church has had on my life is to help me to understand that it's not my way, it's God's way. If I want to receive salvation on the day of judgment, I have to make sure that my life conforms to the word of God. To be a citizen of heaven to me means to belong there, to have the privilege and rights of belonging. Now we're able to walk confidently each day knowing God's going to be with us, God's going to protect us. No matter what our eyes are seeing, He will be there for us.
even when I'm sad, like really sad, I know better than to get caught up in anything that happens here. So often people want to brag about their citizenship, whether it's in the U.S. or wherever it may be. But the one citizenship that we should all brag about is having the citizenship in heaven. That to me is the most amazing feeling. I used to really struggle and, and worry about things. Now I don't. I'm at peace. I know that I will be there. Knowing that I'm on the path to citizenship in the heavenly kingdom, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. Just stay the course. And because we have the assurance of, of citizenship ahead, our focus should be on, you know, our our true home in, in heaven. I'm thankful that even though the world is full of, um, you know, chaos, full of uh, um, unrest and a lot of hatred, in the Church of Christ, Iglesia Ni Cristo, we have that true brotherhood, that no matter what your color is, no matter what your race is, we're all brothers and sisters inside this church. So I just wish that, you know, more people would find out about this, you know, like for my African-American brothers, my Latino brothers, from all uh, ethnicities, you are all welcome inside the Church of Christ. You know, Brother Barry, what's so amazing about the Church of Christ? And I don't know if you remember, we talked about this years ago when we were students, and that was the teachings of the Bible. Yes, Brother Donald, absolutely. All the other churches, we, we just could not feel, we just could not understand because most of the time it was fables, it was mere opinion. There is a unifying uh, theme among many of the converts or those who were converted to this church, myself, yourself, is that we knew that there was something else out there. There's just something yes. that does not yeah. jive. You know, you have one religion saying one thing, another religion saying, well, who's mm. got the real thing? But in the Church yeah, of Christ, everything was proven to us from the Holy Scriptures. God was speaking to us from His words recorded in the Holy Scriptures. And that gave us the assurance that what we were doing, making the decision to become a member of the Church of Christ was the best decision that we could make because not only did it give us stability in our life while we're here on earth, it gives us that living hope that there is more to life than living in this chaotic world and then dying and there's nothing else. We have that hope, that assurance that when this life is over, then our real life begins because we are actually citizens of heaven, just like what was mentioned earlier. You know, people in this world aspire to gain citizenship status in a country that they and their family migrate to with the understanding that this would be beneficial. Now, why is it such an incomparable blessing to be a member of the true Church of Christ and have citizenship in heaven and dwell in the new heaven and new earth? We'll allow the Bible to answer that here in the book of Isaiah, chapter 65. The verses are 17 to 19. This is what is stated. Pay close attention now. I'm creating new heavens and a new earth. All the earlier troubles, chaos, and pain are things of the past to be forgotten. Look ahead with joy 
anticipate what I'm creating. I'll create Jerusalem as sheer joy, create my people as pure delight. I'll take joy in Jerusalem, take delight in my people. No more sounds of weeping in the city, no cries of anguish. So no country on earth is spared from the cries of anguish and despair caused by inequality, poverty, violence, murder, sickness, injustice, or other social ills. But there in our true home, for which we already possess our citizenship through our membership in the true Church of Christ, there will be no more weeping, no more oppression, no more discrimination, no more inequality, no more unrighteousness. That's why, Brother Barry, it is incumbent upon all of us members of the Church of Christ, and again, our, our call to our friends who are not yet members, to become members thereon, and to join with us in holding firmly to our sacred calling, no matter what we experience in our personal life, no matter what happens in this world, because we look forward to the day when we can enter the greatest city of all, and enjoy the splendor of the holy city, which is our true home in heaven. Now, dear friends, if you are still on that search for true peace and hope, you found yourself relating to the stories we featured today, we invite you to contact us directly. Ask your questions. Watch more and more Bible-based programs on incmedia.org or on streaming and see for yourself why becoming a part of God's nation is where God wants you to be. I'm Brother Barry Thompson. On behalf of all of us here at INC Media, we thank you for joining us. And I'm Brother Donald Pinnock, and we greet all the members of the Church of Christ a very happy 106th anniversary. All praises and glory be to God. And as we come to a close, we invite you to join us in a prayer of thanks and praise. Merciful, holy, and loving God, we offer our deepest gratitude and our thanksgiving to you, Father. Not yes. only do you bless us with our life and our strength, but most of all, we thank you, Father, that you've allowed us to be called inside your one true church, the Church yes. of Christ. Thank Amen. you for 106 years. You have blessed your nation in these last days. Yes. Thank you for the peace that you give us in our hearts. Thank you for the assurance that we have that we are your sons and daughters in these last days. We yes. have the assurance of eternal life because yes. our citizenship is in heaven. We Amen. thank you, loving Father, that you've allowed us to have this program today. May yes. it give strength and edification to all of your sons and daughters, all of your people, and may Please. it inspire our dear friends even our loved ones who have not yet been called in your holy church, may they yes. be inspired to continue to listen more and eventually join us in the true service of your holy name. Lord Amen. and our Savior Jesus Christ, we thank you so much, Lord, 
because through you our Father listens to our prayers and grants us the blessings that we need in our lives. Once again, we ask you, Lord, to intercede on our behalf so that our Father will continue to listen to our prayers and grant us many more blessings in our lives. Father, as we return to you in prayer, we thank you so much for the leadership of your church administration. Thank you for your blessings to your entire nation. All of these things we ask and beg in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. Amen.